This is Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. President Biden has proposed that 30% of U.S. land should be conserved by 2030. This has led to a lot of pushback from agricultural groups. With me to discuss this 30 by 30 plan is a professor and agricultural law and water specialist here in Ag Econ at UNL, Dave Aiken. Dave, good to talk to you. Good to be with you, Ryan. So what is the 30 by 30 program? Okay, uh, this was a proposal that the president made as part of his uh, climate uh, policy proposal back in uh, January uh, to conserve 30% of U.S. lands and waters uh, by the year 2030. And so that's where the 3030 moniker came from. So how would this happen? Well, uh, after digging into this a little bit, my question is that there's a big question in terms of whether it really needs to happen at all. Uh, looking at some of the federal reports on this topic, uh, it looks like we've got more than 30 uh, percent of U.S. land that's already in the uh, uh, permanent uh, federal, state, local and tribal protection, uh, as well as through uh, private conservation easements. So. I think getting to the 30% is not going to be the uh, issue that a lot of people thought it was. And certainly the 30 by 30 program proposal has been controversial, uh, particularly among uh, those in agriculture, um, governors uh, of, well, Governor Ricketts here in Nebraska is holding a series of town halls on the topic. So why is it so controversial? Well, the, there was a report that came out in May uh, on the 3030 program, uh, federal report, is the, the America of the Beautiful report. And it indicated that only 12% uh, of, of U.S. land is uh, permanently protected. And it, this meant that well over 400 million acres uh, would need, additional acres would need uh, protection to meet the 3030 goal. But uh, I think that their 12%, the 12% is only counting federal land. And it doesn't include, you know, state, uh, local, uh, tribal, uh, state parks, uh, city parks, all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I think there's uh, the fact that there's confusion about this is, is no surprise. And, you know, because the report really suggested that there needs to be a lot of land uh, conserved. Uh, and of course, a lot, most more land in the United States is used for agriculture and forestry, uh, than anything else. That's what, that's way over, that's over 60% of the total land use in the United States. So whenever, you know, these sorts of proposals come out, you know, farmers and ranchers realize that it's something that they need to pe- they need to pay very close attention to. Yeah, so will the 3030 propose to force agricultural land into protected conservation status? Uh, no. The, you know, President Biden and uh, the uh, uh, agency folks who would be in, in charge of this indicate, you know, that, you know, they understand the private property system that we have under the law in the United States. 
you know, that and the government, uh, even in a time of war, cannot just take property that it feels that it needs. Uh, if, uh, if it ever does that, it has to pay. It has to pay full market value for that. So they understand that they'll be working through voluntary programs, you know, like the uh, CRP, CRP program, conservation program, uh, conservation reserve program, excuse me, where, you know, landowners, uh, if they want to, you know, can bid to put land into uh, long-term conservation status like that. And so uh, they're not out looking to grab land and put it into new parks or something like that. Uh, they understand that if they want uh, agricultural land or forest land uh, to be part of this program, that it's going to come with a price tag. Great. And what's next? What happens next? Well, uh, Congress has not passed a budget uh, for this year, and it's not likely to do so uh, for the next few months. Uh, and so, but the president needs to get his budget funded uh, in order to do, you know, thirty thirty or any of the any of the other uh, programs that he's put forward for his his climate agenda, as well as the rest of his governmental program. So, you know, until there's a budget, you know, he won't know how much money he has to work with. Uh, I can guarantee he's not going to get a hundred percent of his budget, at least for the things that he wants. Uh, and so there's going to end up uh, having some choices needing to be made. They're not going to be able to fund all the climate things they want. And I suspect that, uh, you know, 3030 is, you know, it's part of the climate program. But if they're really serious about getting to net zero emission status by 2050, uh, there are a lot more cost-effective ways than 3030 to get there. And so um, I think that there's not going to be, there's not going to be the money available to fully implement the 3030 program the way that uh, the president and his advisors uh, might like to do it. Mm -hmm. And as this moves along, uh, what will you be watching for? Well, uh, the main thing is that, uh, you know, the budget for sure uh, and and if the 3030 program does get to go ahead, uh, first in their May report, they said that the first thing they would do would be do a detailed review of all the protected lands in the United States, and presumably this would go beyond the the 12 percent federal lands that were identified in the May report. Uh, it's very interesting because that you know I found the report that that 12 percent figure came from. And, but other places in the report, they say, but that's not all of it. You know, we've got, you know, there's more than 12% of local and, and, uh, uh, state and, and other, you know, protected lands, uh, you know, but that, you know, they're just not the federal land. And so, you know, once all that is accounted for, uh, I think that they'll see that they're very close to accomplishing the basic, uh, 30, 30 objectives, if not over the 30% that they need. And, and they'll be looking at, well, you know, where are we on the regions of the country where we're short, you know, where it would be good to have some more and stuff like that. And then, then they might be putting out some kind of uh, priority priority say if we're going to look for additional land uh, for protection, uh, you know, through like these uh, USDA programs, 
uh, where might they be and what types of land would, would we be looking for and so forth. Great. Well, Dave Aiken is a professor and agricultural law and water specialist here in the Department of Agricultural Economics at UNL. And you can find a new article he has authored on this subject right now on our farm and ranch management website, farm.unl.edu. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Ryan. We'll talk to you soon. All right. This has been Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.